or painful. What happened? So anyway, the thoughts that you're having are painful. If you stop having those thoughts, that's a relief. Now, um, what our society has taught us is to be critical of ourselves, to be in a state of wanting to improve, wanting to get better, wanting to get more degrees, get more paper, get more adulation, get more money, get more goods. That's what our society is built on. It's called capitalism. And capitalism is a system to where everybody is miserable. A hundred percent of the population of capitalism is miserable. Now, there's a lot of people who are in the capitalistic society who do not have the capitalism mentality. But you could say that capitalism, by the way, the word capital means money. It does not mean like capital city or capital punishment. It means capital investment. You understand that? That's what yeah. capitalism is. It's all about the money. And our whole society is a capitalistic society. Now, not all societies are capitalistic. That in fact, some societies are called honor based. The thing that's very interesting about a capitalistic society is based upon guilt. The guilt is, is that I don't have enough. Hmm. I don't have enough of this. I don't have enough of that. I don't have enough education. I don't have enough uh, um, whatever it is. And so we find up um, uh, feeling guilty and having thoughts of greed and ill will. And we do this completely ignorantly. So you're beginning to wake up. You're beginning to wake up to the fact that you're hard on yourself. Yeah, for sure. I, uh, I'm trying, I, I really need to, I really would like to be able to just, you know, not do that. So. Well, then do it. Just chill out because it's easy enough to do. You chilled out maybe 10,000 times in your life. But you've also been hard on your life maybe 100,000 times. Maybe a million. Okay, but you can be easy on yourself. You can be nurturing. If you weren't at ever nurturing with yourself, you had already gone. You'd already blown it off. Young people kill themselves and old people let um, injuries and uh, uh, body sensations, etc., do it for them. But there is only one way out of a bad life, and that's a bad death. But you can change it. You don't have to have it as a bad life. But capitalism takes us in that direction of wanting more, wanting more education, wanting more physical goods, wanting more uh, government. 
better government. Everything has to do with want, 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 want. And what we're learning here is to stop being critical in a sense of loss and start being okay the way things are. And so you can just change your mind and say, well, I'm glad I don't have to think about that criticism anymore. Wow, I can nurture myself. Wow, everything is okay. Everything is all right in the present moment. You see, all of your life's problems and worries are either in the past or thoughts right now about in the future. But the right now, the actual right now, is okay. Right now, the room that you're in, I suppose the door is closed. And you're safe. So begin to spend some time actually feeling safe. Get yourself into a safe place and feel safe. And the safety comes because the only thing that would be dangerous would be your own thoughts. Talking yourself into something about the past or the future. We're in fact right here, right now. Everything's okay. Everything is fine. And this is why we keep talking about coming back to the present moment. is because the present moment is actually not bad. The paradise we live in is in this present moment. The air that you breathe is this breath. Right in the present moment. And the present moment, not so bad. But your thoughts about the past and the future, thoughts about what you want, thoughts about what you should do, thoughts about who you want to be, is painful. But the way you are right now is okay. So start living in the present moment and everything is all right. And you can tell yourself right now, everything is just fine. It's right. What a relief. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. It's crazy. It's weird because I kind of wonder what thoughts even are. Like compare them to sensory experiences and being in the well, present. The, like with sensory experiences is more, more. Let us let us define thought as any way that one can spend a mind moment, and a mind moment is well less than a second. Okay, somewhere down in the uh, 100, 200 millisecond range, 350 would be a slow reaction time. Hmm. So in that time frame, you can have a flash of an image. In that time frame, you have time to say one word. Is it going to be a kind word or is it going to be a critical word? So that's that's a mind moment. In that mind moment, we can look, we can see. 
And normally what happens is we'll spend a mind moment looking and seeing, and then we'll spend 10, 20, 30 mind moments talking to ourselves about it, That's often a in a critical way. I see that as a problem. I know it. Ugh. It's not a problem once you see it. And calling it a problem is the problem. Rather than recognizing this is the way the mind works because this is the way you've trained it. And you can train it in a new way. Try to just keep having as many good mind moments as you can. Well, remember is the key. To remember right now, to remember, to wake up, to remember, to come out of um whatever thought systems that we're in and change those thought systems right now you're not skilled enough to just merely stop but what you can do is change direction very much like a great big ship you know a, um a huge cruise or a, a big cargo ship or maybe a, a aircraft carrier those big ships guess what they got no brakes. They got no brakes. The mind has no brakes. But what they can do is that they can steer the ship so that they don't run into the island. Okay, so what you can do is you can learn to steer your mind away from the unwholesome steer it away from the storms and cruise on down, boogie on down the road. <laughs> but you got to make a change. You got to change your course, change your direction. And that can happen fast. Easy enough. You can change your mind faster than the pilot can uh, spin that wheel. Change that rudder, move things in another direction so that you steer around it. And so the critical thoughts, you can change that. Aha, critical thoughts, never mind. I don't have to be critical of myself. Then you can have thoughts like, you know, I actually do like myself. I'm an okay guy, I'm all right. Whatever happens, I've been able to survive it. Hasn't anything come by killed you yet? And it certainly hasn't killed you a half a dozen times, though you might have felt that way. But the reality is, is that whatever you've done in the past isn't so terrible that it killed you. And so it wasn't so terrible after all. Here you are still alive. So we can actually then find some gratitude for that. Wow, I'm still alive. I didn't clutch myself to death. I didn't walk over that ledge. I didn't punch out that mafia dude. I survived, okay? So at least you can congratulate yourself for having survived. 
up to this point. That's good. That's a good place to start. Because mm -hmm. it'll always work. <laughs> as long as you're still alive, and if you're not, then it don't matter anymore. But if you are still alive, you can congratulate yourself for you're still alive. Here's another way of looking at it. What's the most important thing to you? What's the most important thing? That I'm still breathing? I don't know. I guess that's yeah, right. Yeah, you, you, you probably heard me say that. I mean, I guess that. most... What, sorry? You probably heard me say that. Probably did. I'm not mm -hmm. really sure how to answer that question, honestly. Um, All right. What is the most but, important thing to me? Maybe. Well, being maybe alive. Well, no, yeah. no. Being alive. If you were dead, what's your family? Mm, nothing you, relative to me. Right. If if you had a prized, very expensive, very fast motorcycle. If you're dead, so what? <clears throat> oh. All right. So being alive is the only really important thing, and you've got that. You're alive. So you can congratulate yourself. At least you're still alive. And so here we are, we're still alive. Now we can take care of ourselves. That's right. Mm hmm. You can nurture yourself. You can mm -hmm. allow yourself to feel good because you're alive. Now, many people can live for many years without sex. People can live for sometimes weeks without food. We can live without de with days without water. But you can't live without that breath. That in fact, everybody is going to die in the next three to five minutes. Unless they take a breath. Your breath is keeping you alive. So in that way, it's worth appreciating. It's worth valuing. It's worth paying attention to, making sure that you are breathing well. Because normally when people are afraid or uptight, angry, whatnot like that, they're not breathing well. We go into a state of freeze. So. Paying attention to the breathing, coming back to the present moment. That's another part about it is, is that if you're watching the breath, you can't watch last year's breath. You can't watch the breath that you take after you die. You can't do that. You can only watch this breath, this one, the one that's happening right here, right now. And if we watch the breath, or let us say, pay attention to it, seeing it closely, that will bring us automatically into the here now. That's kind of the trigger that we're looking for. Remember uh, earlier we talked about uh, triggers. What triggers you? Uh, can be something uh, that happens in the present moment. 
somebody says something, you stub your toe, uh, getting into a car, uh, getting shoved around, all the kind of things that happen to us will trigger us into bad feelings. But there's also the way of triggering us into bad feelings is by remembering an old event that triggered us. So if I've had if I've had an argument with Aunt Susie and I walk away and I sit down for meditation, I'll probably be thinking about Aunt Susie. That in fact, uh, uh, oh, those in a relationship, if they have an argument, they'll go and sit in meditation and they'll just rehash that old argument. Trying to figure out a way of winning. Oh, if I only had said this to Aunt Susie, that would have won the argument. I'll tell her next time. And now we're already wasting our time, by the way, of not enjoying the present moment that we're planning and scheming on uh, uh, arguing with Aunt Susie. And when we do that, Aunt Susie comes up with something that we didn't expect. And she's got us again. So it better not to argue with people, especially within our own mind. It is better just to come back to the present moment. And isn't it nice thing to write now? You're still alive, you're still breathing. The sun is shining, the sky is blue. And all we have to do is pay attention to the fact that we're still alive. And we can breathe and enjoy just being alive. And when those old thoughts come back, catch them. Be on guard for them. Notice that you make yourself miserable when you think about the past and the future. And that you enjoy the heck out of right here, right now. And so that's the way to nurture ourselves is uh, we, we criticize ourselves with the past, but we can nurture ourselves with the present moment and everything is okay. Everything's fine. Not a worry in the world. <sighs> and we can relax. That whole quality of relaxation is the major part of the teaching of the Buddha. So we can just relax. Can you remember? That's the whole point is can you remember?
So what's happening? I muted myself and forgot about it. Uh, hold on Pardon? a second, though. I muted myself a while ago and forgot about it. I, I was going to mention that uh, I feel like when people like me who are used to competition and, you know, all that capitalist stuff that you mentioned earlier, we try to take this like that. We're like, all right, how can I get better at this? But there is no getting better at it. There is nothing to worry about. Mm -mm. You're already there. <sighs> You're already okay. Or as the Zen master will say to his students, you're already enlightened. Stop trying to get anything. Everything is already okay. So if I find myself it's sort of like I'll find myself enjoying the moment for a bit and then there'll be a lot of thoughts where it's like I'll start slipping away and then I just keep coming back to it. That's kind of. Yeah, if you can remember, that's the whole point. That's the new skill that you're that you're learning is to learn to remember to look. And when you see the unwholesome thoughts, when you see the um, the fact that you're being critical with yourself, that the, that the thoughts that you're having are pressurizing you, that a lot of people can understand the word depression by looking at the word itself. You can see the pressure in the word depression. And so when you're under a lot of pressure, that's being depressed. And almost all of the pressure is coming from your own unwholesome thoughts. Because the reality of the moment is not pressure. That's not pressure. Thanks. That helps a lot. All right, well, go try that. <clears throat> go practice, in fact. This is the whole point about meditation is to get away from other people, get into seclusion, get alone by yourself, and sit there and talk yourself into being happy. You talked yourself into being miserable all these years. Now it's time to just sit down and talk yourself into being happy. What can you say? Everything's okay right now. Well, I'm really glad I can relax. Can I do that right now? So go practice that. Go practice feeling good. And give me a call in a couple of days. Don't wait okay. so long next time. All right? Don't wait so we'll, long. Yeah, right. we'll see you. Okay. Uh, okay. Oh, wait. Is this not going? This isn't going up on YouTube, is it? I don't know. It's it doesn't probably. matter. Right. Let me talk to Scott. We'll talk later. Call me back. Oh, thank you. Have a good day. Okay. Bye-bye.